Seriously, these dudes are super into Gilmore Girls. That's in the description of this. Yep, I'm going to have to listen to it. How far are they? Um, oh, they've done them yeah, all. Yeah, they've done them all. It's, it's, like a, it's been going for like four years, I think. Yeah. And that's probably okay, how long great. I've been hearing about it. And I just never listened to it. Lauren Graham joins the Gilmore guys? Oh, shit, really? really? I know they... Apparently. I, I, I remember Shannon saying they had like some different um, guests and shit. But I never really paid that much attention to it. Jeez Louise. Oh, they did another show in conjunction with this. Oh, really? Apparently, there's episodes called Bunheads. So that oh, would be because that was yeah, that makes sense. a show. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So. Ah, yes. Summer, spring, winter. So now you have something to do. There we go. Mm-hmm. As soon as I catch up on my Critical Role podcast at work, then I can listen to the Gilmore guys. Yeah. Which will be perfect because I can listen to the podcast because usually on my break, I watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so my entire day can be with the Gilmore yeah, Girls. there you go. There are worse things. That's why I started rewatching it because I I don't find anything makes me co- – like ma- nothing makes me quite as like happy and cozy as watching Gilmore Girls. And I wanted that happy, cozy feeling. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. That's why it's like really kind of nice because – if I'm, you know, doing work, whatever, and then on my nice hour lunch, it's enough time to sit down with the Gilmore Girls, have my lunch, have some coffee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're good yeah. to go. And then you get that nice cozy break in the middle of the day, and then you keep going. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Ooh, and Andy started a Pinterest board. Oh, shit. About the Gilmore Girls? Yeah. No, for oh. Christmas. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> what you, what, why? <laughs> oh, jeez. Are you recording yet now? For oh, great. minutes and 34 seconds. Oh, perfect. Awesome. So speaking of Christmas yeah. then, because I actually do have a follow-up from last week's episode. Sure. <laughs> so this came to me, was it, I think we were eating at Blaze mm-hmm. and it just came to me. I started giggling and I, I, I kept giggling to myself until we left the restaurant and as we were walking out because I was afraid that Andy would make a scene um <laughs> in that I finally came up with a way to incorporate elf into a pun <laughs> so you oh know how God. um you've seen the Grinch probably yeah. um the live action one with Jim Carrey with what's his face okay that's it yes Jim Carrey and they have the cheermeister yeah okay so I've always called myself the cheermeister because sure. I love Christmas um, and so it came to me just in the middle of my pizza that I can be the official holiday <laughs> cheermeister. And now what did you do when it came to you? Did you jump for joy? Did you make a scene in blaze? Was Andy so very proud of you? I just started like laughing to myself and then just like, wouldn't tell him why until we got outside. <laughs> and then I did my usual wait for like positive reinforcement and, I think, like, I don't know. Was that the time? I don't know. One of these time past times I made a joke and he tried to open a door in my face. <laughs> well, I think that's that's very good. That was a good one. I mean, I, thank you. Sometimes the good ones, you know, you like really have to wait a minute for those little nuggets of humor to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I was very proud of myself. Yeah. I just wanted to pull it off and. It's one of those things, you know, when you can't think of something and like in the middle of the night, you remember it or yes. at the weirdest time. Yes. 
it was just like that. Came out of nowhere and just popped into my brain and I was very happy. That's perfect. Yeah. Well done. That's great. Yeah. So um by the way, this is the uh, V Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. For those of you listening, we are a pun podcast. Yeah, that's all we do. We're, we talk in puns. Yep. Yep. I'm puns back and it. forth. Yep. Uh, not really, though. Yeah. Well, sometimes, well, actually, I'd say a fair amount of the time there's puns incorporated. Oh, man. We should do a pun episode where we, we try to say as many puns as I possible. Would I would fail at that so quickly. Like, I don't even, I couldn't do it. You'd have to train me we'd have to go through training and that would have to be our like like our uh <laughs> wow she's broken jeez louise do you do when you train for something that would be our <laughs> oh my god the like i well i, was I don't gonna, really I know was gonna say the like, main event well i was gonna i was like i was going for like that would be like like something like a um you know, like our marathon, or I was going to say, or a, like a tournament. But then I was like, those are sports terms. And that's like, not, not me. So then I tried to think of what it would be called if it were a musical event. And I was going to say choir show. And then I just <laughs> all of that was going on in my head when I stopped talking. <laughs> there for a all of that was awful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's, See, here's what you can do. I can't do the puns because I can't even speak in normal sentences no no but here's what you could do to practice is you can eat some popsicles or some laffy taffy and that's a pretty good place to start for, for inspiration puns. they have puns and dad jokes on there and, so, right. and you get a treat as well right. so and then you'll start it's like positive reinforcement that you get a treat every time you make a dad joke or a pun yeah, that's true so there you yeah. go. That's what you should do. And then just listen to me all the time because I am You are the queen. Hilarious. Yeah. The queen of puns. This is very true. Yeah. Um, but I digress too. This is a vegan podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not a pun podcast. Not a Gilmore Girls cast either. Yet. Oh, God. Yeah. Yet is right. So, oh, you know who could never be vegan? The Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I, know. I, I don't know if you've really noticed, but there are so many like anti-vegan like slur type pun, not puns. See, there's like a lot of comments on Gilmore Girls about like being anti-vegetarian or anti, I guess, like healthy in general. But they, there are like a lot of vegan comments. I think I've noticed some yeah. going back and forth so far. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't surprise me. I'm like, whoa, okay, great. Oh. Anyways, um, oh, introduce yourself as a person. Uh, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Danielle. And thanks for having us in your home (laughs) or office or car or wherever you're listening to us. Bathroom. Shower? Probably somebody somewhere. I mean, I listen to podcasts in the shower. Sometimes. I listened to a little My Favorite Murder and I took a bath last night and I couldn't get my Netflix to work. So I put on My Favorite Murder. Yeah, but see? Oh, yeah. Use goddess bath I bomb. Did. It was right? lovely. Or whatever. God is a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah, it was lovely. How was it? Was it? Great. Highly recommend. Oh, you should gift me one. Uh, okay. Because, <clears throat> <laughs> you know, just uh, happy Friendsgiving. Considering I just, I mean, I have carpal tunnel from the amount of baguettes that I had to rip apart. Oh, gosh. 
for stuffing because I'm currently staling them right now. I need them to be nice and stale by the time I, I make it. Your efforts. I just went and bought like mad bags of breadcrumbs for the stuffing I'm going to make for Thursday. So I just can't be bothered. You know what? Speaking of that, I need to air some grievances because. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, this is a good place to do that. (laughs) Because, you know, as if like I didn't dislike Thanksgiving enough, the amount of money that I just dropped to make just a few things, just a few dishes, you know, like really not that much. It's just so it's not right. All for the whole like one plate of food that I'm going to get out of this whole shebang. You know what I mean? It is. And then I kept thinking, you know, I'm only making like, you know, I'm making a a bunch of stuff for Wednesday night, but it's all like little sides. You know what I mean? It's I'm not like, obviously there won't be a turkey or like any of that big crazy stuff that most people do for Thanksgiving. So I'm only doing like these Mm -hmm. few sides and then I'm doing a couple of things for actual Thanksgiving. What do these people who are, who, like, what, what are you going to do when you cook <laughs> for all these people on Thursday? I don't understand how people are, it's just so much. <laughs> it's so much money and it's so much time. And for what? <laughs> for um, what? Well, was that, was that when you say, what are you going to do? Was that an actual yeah, question? You're cooking for mad people, oh. aren't you? Uh, well. Or are you doing like a potluck thing too? Yes and no. Um, I'm totally that person where I'm like, I like I tell people to bring things, but I end up making a shit ton of food myself anyways, because I just love doing that. Um, Let's see what. uh, I mean, I already had the roast bestowed upon me by Bridget for not even Friendsgiving, just for nothing. (laughs) Um, But yeah but also I'm trying to think like what the like, expensive parts are of the stuff all i'm those making different roasts though they don't feed that many people i feel like no so i feel like how many people am i having two. i mean four five six seven eight i'm only maybe 10 people at most yeah so and also i'm doing a late thing so hopefully people yeah. eat other places first yeah so yeah, I guess it's true. I'm only for actual Thanksgiving. I'm only I'm really only bringing stuff more or less like for me, like I'm making actual things, but I'm only doing a couple of things because it's what I care about. And I'm like, if you guys want this great, if you don't, I'll eat it all. Yep. But like mostly I bought stuff to make for Wednesday night. And I'm just like, this is like a lot of money yep. for not that much. I feel like. Yep. Well, and it's all the oh specialty things when just cooking in yeah. general, it's like, you know, if I make mashed potatoes, meh, that doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. Um, but you know, for like the stuffing, for example, it has light life in it, and that's where you start mm-hmm. to get a little expensive. Those more yeah, of those specialty things. That's true. Uh, we're recording this before Thanksgiving. Andy wanted yeah. us to know because this is going up on Black Friday. Right. Uh, so at least when we record next week, we'll be able to talk about like the results of all of this but I went grocery shopping right before we started recording this and I am like really mad about it (laughs) (laughs) and I like mostly went to price shopper I like I only got like a couple things at Whole Foods because they were like specialty things like follow your heart farm and stuff like that but I really didn't get that much at Whole Foods and then I went to Trader Joe's and got most of what I needed and I 
really wish the Trader Joe's would revamp their parking lot because I really do <laughs> like Trader Joe's, but like I can't deal. I like, we, cannot do it. No, we made so because we live in Alaska, um, pretty much we have a shopping trip. Like we can stop. There's shop rights yeah. and whatever near where Andy works, but like there's not a lot of grocery stores in Troy. So right. I'm, you know, we have yeah, shop and save, but not. you know, if there's anything else, we're going to make a big shopping trip. So over the weekend we did one big, we made our big adventure into the mainland and yeah. we did a big shopping trip and our last stop, no second to last stop before the dog food. Uh, Cause we had the dog with us and we didn't want to, you know, have him sure. eat food, even though right. he did. He ate an entire baguette. <laughs> Proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In less than five minutes. That's amazing. No crumbs. Anyways, um, we went to Trader Joe's also, and it took us, we ended up parking behind Trader Joe's, like on the yeah. grass. Oh my gosh. Because there was, we circled around the lot. And yeah. there was nowhere to park. Yep. Several times we circled. And the other thing is, it made us think, <laughs> you know how they say millennials are ruining everything? Mm-hmm. Or we're terrible people or whatever. We're not. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking baby boomers. Yeah. We're also not millennials, though. We're, what is true. it called? Millennials? St- Maybe you're a millennial. When do millennials start? <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm Andy's not. like vehemently saying we are both millennials. No, we're not. I'm tell- it's it's like um I think it starts no really, millennials. No, it's not 1980, Andy. It is. Anyway. <laughs> no. She's going to look it up now. I can I-, I just read an article that was like millennials don't actually start until like the late 80s. I don't know. Anyway. Well, how on. late in the 80s cuz I mean, I know you're old, but you're not that old. No. I'm definitely a millennial. 89. Well, anyway, carry on. So, Tell me more. But neither here nor there. It's definitely like the baby boomers. Cause like, think about <laughs> it. Who's never going to have social security? Us. Uh, We're never going to get payout of that. We've been paying into it. We're never going to get it. Cause they're sucking it all up. And think about like Trader Joe's, at least when we were in that parking lot, who was bebopping around, taking their time. It wasn't the millennials that couldn't find a parking spot or were driving really slow, ridiculously around the parking lot. Nope. I know. No. I, and, and you know what else? And they drive, people drive down the wrong side. Like I was trying to pull okay. out of my parking spot yeah. and I couldn't pull to drive the correct way because the person who was trying to take my parking spot was on like that side of the parking lot road or whatever. You know what, yep. I, you know what I mean? Yep. So like I had to go, it, ugh, I just was so mad and I'm like going around Trader Joe's trying to get what I need and get out of there. And I'm just like, don't make eye contact. Just, just like, don't look at anyone. Just get what you need and go. I had like (laughs) a panic attack almost in the grocery store because we finally got in there and there was just shoulder to shoulder people. It was because it was the last weekend before a big eating holiday. And so there was people everywhere and I couldn't, that's the same thing as Andy and I both were like, okay, get in, get our things and leave. Don't look at anyone. Keep your head down. It was nuts. Not good. Whole Foods wasn't even that bad. I got in and out of Whole Foods, no problem. No, it's something about Trader Joe's. Ours, ours in particular, because I know for a fact that my mother and my grandmother go to the one in Syracuse and they wouldn't be caught anywhere near the one like ours. So I know that it's, ours is particularly awful. It It was not good. It was not good. 
<sighs> I'm still recovering, but yeah. I, I got everything on my list. So that's good. I, I spent too much money, but it's, it is what it is. I know you're not a popcorn person, mm. but they have birthday cake popcorn at Trader Joe's. Oh, shit. That is accidentally vegan and it has like little sprinkles on it and it's so good. Have you tried the um, Trader Joe's coconut yogurts? Everyone's been posting about the yog or the the egg yog, the nog. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I saw someone just posted about that. I saw it on we probably thinking I'm, of the same person. Yeah, I think I'm mixing um, – Lush and Trader Joe's right now because I'm like yog or nog or nog. It's like a it no, it's like an eggnog. It's like the eggnog version. yogurt. Yeah. yeah, I bought one because I I was nervous I wasn't gonna like it, and then I'd have all these um yogurts. Like when I bought the Vega yogurt and I didn't like it, and it's like just rotting in my fridge. Ew. <laughs> um, I have not tried it, but oh, I everyone's back. been posting about it. But then again. Do I trust everyone? Right. Well, no. I'll take one for the team and report back. Thank you. Um, Do you want to know what treat I found the other day? At least I haven't had these or found them anywhere prior to this. Tell me. Um, The No Way products. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them like in the wild. I've ordered them online before. Yeah. They were randomly at Market 32. Really? Yeah, we were just walking down the Market 32 on um, Route 7, and we were just walking through down the aisle, and randomly I looked. I was like, no way. It's like, I've never – I've <laughs> No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I've never seen them. Um, but they no. had the little no-nos, little M&M-like guys, and like a peanutty caramel nougat bar. And I've, I've never gotten to try them because I haven't ordered online, and I've never seen them out in the wild. I but, think I might be making this up. I think they used to carry them at Whole Foods because I think I bought my mom the peanut ones. No, I'm thinking of something else. No, I've never seen them in real life. That's interesting. I'm going to have which market 32 did you say? Uh, the one in Troy. All right. All right. I'll have to check some market 32s. I was that's where I went. I went to um, but I went to market bistro like the big fancy one in Latham. Oh, oh, you know what I was looking because we were walking by and have you ever seen the sunflower cups that are yes. like the peanut butter kind of cup things? One package of two of them, two sunflower cups was six dollars. Yeah. I and I was like, that. what you the know. fuck is that? And then yeah. I glanced over and I was like, that candy bar isn't that much. And I was like, oh, it's no way stuff. And that's how I like came upon it the m&m yeah. guys are good though yeah They're i know really tasty i know i've had them i think i just ordered them online one year hmm. yeah nope. that's cool they're apparently at your local market 32 yeah cool maybe great so. well then hmm. in other pop culture news we can circle back to millennials can we what do you have oh no it's what do oh. you have oh, you're welcome you ruined <laughs> my night last night <laughs> I was furious about this i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't read the entire article i just saw that it had to do with board games and went ahead and sent it on to you <laughs> as it, you are the authority on all things hasbro <laughs> it is okay so so like it is hard to 
offend me. Mm-hmm. Now, now keep in mind when I say offend, I'm not like people get super, super duper offended. Sure. But like this upset me. I was like, I am kind of offended by this mm-hmm. because the new Monopoly, it's a Monopoly game, guys. Monopoly for millennials. And everything about it, the very, the start, the little box, um, he has a little cup in his hand. That's a little mm-hmm. Starbucks cup, yeah. little cool sunglasses. So whatever, they're making jokes about it. Like, aha, millennials and their Starbucks cups and this and that. <laughs> fine, fine. But the apparently the entire world is vegan at that point, um, which is okay. Sure. But yep, there it is. Um, but they ditched real estate altogether because as Hasbro puts it, you can't afford it anyways. <laughs> I mean, as someone who is currently sitting in their house that they bought. Yeah. I also own a house. And you also own a house. Like mm-hmm. that's not I get it, like it's a joke, but like also that's not funny. Yeah. It's it's just it's kind of offensive mm-hmm. and like you replace all the things with experiences such as eating at a vegan bistro, visiting an animal rescue shelter, and attending a yoga and meditation retreat. Yeah. One reward card even reads, your side hustle of selling vegan candles has paid off. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's the instructions. Yeah. yeah. Played Monopoly. One Twitter user posted, played Monopoly for millennials last night, and I was a bit taken aback. The instructions pretty much read like this. Money can't always buy you a great time, which is great because as a millennial, you don't have any. Yeah. It's all about experiences, which you buy instead of property. Like, um, I mean, <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. There is, it really, for something that it could be worse, we're not, I'm not putting this in the same category as other offensive things that are out there in the world. Yeah. By any means. Right. But like, it's also entirely unnecessary. Right. Like, who's playing that game? Right. Probably, like... Is it the baby boomers? Because I'm pretty sure you don't have my mother sitting down and playing Monopoly for millennials. I don't think it's funny. Yeah. I feel like it's probably, like, the kind of millennials... Not to... I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> there are, you know, there's, like, your certain stereotypical millennial who who this does maybe apply to you know what I mean I feel like there are some things about this that are like kind of true I mean like it's not you and me but yeah I guess I don't know and it also had to go through marketing is the other thing like Hasbro's marketing department had to approve that right yeah and (laughs) let's keep in mind too this is not your average like $30 $30 Monopoly game or whatever. It's $60. It maybe a little more. Yeah. Shut up. Who is going to pay that? Yeah. Well, I don't know because I can't afford anything <laughs> because I'm a millennial. So I can't afford this fucking game, Hasbro. Joke's on you. That's uh, really stupid. Right. I have, I mean, now keep in mind, I have bought some games that are up there in price. Uh, a little higher than that, probably, but like those were like really artistic, beautiful cards yeah. and pieces and stuff, not yeah. Monopoly. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's, um, 
I don't know. I feel like it's kind of silly. It is. It's absolutely. It's just, I don't know. It, I mean, it definitely. Yeah, it was made by millennials to make fun of all the stupid it, stereotypes. It definitely, like, like, it may, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in this, but like, I think that this, these kinds of things are a good example of why stereotypes exist because like millennial, millennials yeah. do love avocados <laughs> and they do love Starbucks. <laughs> and you, it even says it's, this um, article that millennials are the ones leading the vegan movement. Like I, I'd like to know more about that specifically, like where, you know, where does it say, or who's doing some study that shows that millennials or younger generations have a higher percentage of vegans. Like, I'd like to know more about that. That definitely interests me. But like, I, right. I don't know. I feel like this is a waste of money and a waste of resources because like, is Monopoly not doing well? So they feel they need to appeal to millennials. So they made this like silly game. I don't know. Where it's like, haha. So if everything is a joke, if you're making fun of stereotypes, then are you making fun of the future being vegan? Do you know what I'm saying? Probably. Like, I'm just like, like, where do you draw the line and what are you being sarcastic about? What are you making yeah, a joke out there's of? There's two sides to that. There's the side that's like, okay, cool. They're recognizing that a lot of younger people or younger generations are vegan. Great. But they're also like, putting it in the same category as, as again, loving avocados and loving their lattes and like these things right. are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, help me. <laughs> My brain just broke again. <laughs> um, I can picture your face. Like yeah, basic but, bitch. But, um, kind of yes, thing. but also, um, oh my God, Danny. Um, um, so I feel like it's lumping veganism in with things that you would see as being superficial or frivolous or like <laughs> or wishy-washy is another one of the... Yeah, if you're a yeah, vapid petty. person. Or like, you know, like just like superficial, shallow stuff. And and that kind of takes away from the serious right. well, you're, movement. You're taking something that's super important mm-hmm. and on a moral scale being vegan for whatever reason it's usually a moral based thing whether it be your health environment or whatever something that is literally on a moral compass versus someone liking avocados or or like it says in this article a lot of um millennials or what have you are vegan for or, or more environmentally conscious and that's not on the same level as as you're getting your latte in the morning or whatever else it's just not so I don't know, two sides to everything, I guess. Yeah. That's just like it's just set me off last night when you sent me that. I was like, Are you kidding? <clears throat> and I like showed Andy and he was like, Wait, is this real? And I like had to double check. I was like, wait, maybe it was yeah. an April Fool's article that like for some reason Kat okay. just saw and I was like, Nope, nope, it's not. And then I went on Amazon. Yeah, it even and says you there's another like part Amazon. in the article somewhere that I saw where it says that somebody was like, Wait a minute, is this real? <laughs> and it is. <laughs> It is. It is indeed. It is. Oh, man. It is indeed. So. Um, that's funny. If you scroll down you that same article, there's another article about the goddess bath bomb at Lush entitled, You Can Now Share a Bubble Bath with Vegan Goddess Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. I always oh, yes, forget you that can. she's a vegan. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Oh, nice. Anywho. I don't have anything else, I don't think. What else you got? Uh, pop culture. Um, did you see uh, uh 
Fedgenews just said this earlier today. Yeah. Um, time names Beyond Sausage one of the best um, inventions did of 2018. you see that Beyond Meat is um, going public? Yeah. Oh, it sure <laughs> is. Who wants in on that? <laughs> me. I mean, technically not me, but Andy has stocks and a financial he, human being who does stuff that. for him. Who's definitely going to put in on that. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, smart. That's no. really... Get Honestly, in on that, people. It's, I think I read that they're the only like vegetarian or meat alternative company to go public like that. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest, mm-hmm. their shit's mm-hmm. good enough. Sure is. Should do it. So, you want to brief into the news? <laughs> I like I said. Um, so we wanted to give a, a nod to <clears throat> something that was, I mean, quite mm-hmm. literally took the news by storm being the California wildfire, um, which is the largest one California's ever had. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's the largest one and it was devastating. And I hope that, like you said, you have some, a couple of talking points or just a couple of things to mention because I really wanted to do some extensive research on this one and I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was getting too upset and like we've said before, I'm a pretty firm believer in yeah. not overly upsetting myself because yeah. I don't need to. It doesn't make me a, a better person or a better vegan to yeah, look at all I, these really upsetting um, well, things. I, so. it, it, I found it, I mean, obviously, I think everybody found it to be kind of unavoidable in terms of social media because it's everywhere. But um, somebody that I, a celebrity that I follow on social media has posted a lot about it. And I, I don't think that she's vegan and I've never really seen anything else about her being in the animal rights movement in any way really like I'm scrolling through her feed right now and I don't really see anything but um Shannon Doherty has been very yeah like if you follow her on Instagram really um her Instagram handle is at the Shando and she's posted a lot about assisting um California Fire Department and this uh this woman who has a um like a, a, a beauty company in Malibu, California. I'm not sure of the person who actually owns the company, but it's Shine Beauty, Shine Beauty Malibu. She tags a lot as somebody that she's doing this with, but it's um, Shannon Doherty, the fire department, Shine Beauty Malibu, and then um, uh, Stan's, uh, somebody she knows named Stan Smith. I'm not really sure. Oh, actually the person who owns Shine Beauty Malibu's name is Kat. Um, yeah, but got a lot of pictures posted mm. of oh. um, like mm. there's a, a photograph of a pig that they rescued and some horses. Um, she assisted with animal hope and wellness um, to check in on animals and feed them, um, transported some horses and chickens, um, helped search for some missing dogs. Like she's been posting all over her Instagram and she found, um, she found a cat in the fire whose eyes were like sealed shut from ash and, and burns um, his paws are burned and she's like uh, taking care of his vet bills and, and trying to get him back to um, getting him back up to health alongside uh, Malibu vet. And again, that animal hope and wellness. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was looking at all of her stuff cause I follow her regularly, but it just, I, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I didn't, I mean, not that you have to be associated with animal welfare to do this kind of thing, but it's just interesting the way people really rally in that kind of a situation, you know, to help animals when some people aren't like, that's not a concern at all. 
which is, you know, a lot of people lost their homes. Like that's, I'm not saying that that should be priority number one. A lot of people lost a lot more than that, but still, I don't know. Well, people are working. It's um, the one thing that one of the articles I did manage to read was, you know, when you think it's, we've seen how many times that people get up in arms, the vegan community gets up in arms about animal shelters right. and humane societies not being vegan and people hosting fundraisers right. that aren't all vegan for like a dog or cat shelter and stuff. And I would I would dare these people who get up in arms to look at the shelters and the people doing the work in California who maybe are animal people mm-hmm. but aren't vegan and how hard they're working. Um, this one particular shelter, one of the women, the yeah. volunteers did lose her entire home and was still helping to mm-hmm. people to find their pets yeah. and their yeah, animal companions know, that um, they lost. Um, Miley so, Cyrus lost her entire house and she donated like $500,000 to fire relief. And Sandra Bullock donated $100,000 to the Humane Society. Um, a lot of people have like lost their homes but are still donating to different organizations for animals and stuff. It's kind of crazy. It's like really sad. Um, yeah, this. So let's see. Los Angeles County Animal Care and Control was sheltering a total of 815 rescued animals. Um, 550 of those are horses. And no. you got to think, guys, horses aren't small. So it's a ton of work. Um, you know, people moved to some of the shelters themselves had to close and so other shelters and care centers mm-hmm. were taking on other animals let's say the north valley animal disaster group works with local law enforcement to take in rescued animals and says it's received over five thousand calls to the hotline started since november 8th um they're caring for 1400 animals including an alpaca turkey reptiles ducks rabbits and more so you know it's and this is oh god this is where this particular sentence when, you know, the, um, the volunteer who lost her home, uh, Sandy Doolittle is her name. She lost her home, but continues to help reunite people with their pets, you know, said, don't give up. Cats and animals are coming in every day. You know, she just warned owners that their pets might look a little different. It can be difficult to identify their pets because of getting singed. And that's where I had to stop reading (laughs) because, it just and I've it's it's just awful. It's not not good at all. So I just like just take a minute. It doesn't matter who if they're vegan or if they're normally animal care workers or who they are. Like there's a lot of really good yeah. people putting for um, forth amazing effort. Yeah, it's very very over there scary. for a really scary situation. Very scary. You know, and a lot of these people, because my first gut, you know, reaction always like, I would never, and I mean, I wouldn't. If I had any way, I would get my fucking animals. Like, for sure. I've seen a lot of posts of people who come across, you know, a wandering dog or a wandering cat or something. And I've seen a lot of stuff where people are like posting those photos and being like, is this your animal? I have them. They're safe, kind of a thing. And I think that's mm -hmm. really cool. Really cool. Everyone. I was reading something where someone saw a little dog and then when they went to get the dog, the dog ran away. So they put out a bowl of food and water 
so that when the animal came back, they would have something there. It's just like so upsetting. <laughs> it's like really, truly is. And a lot of these people who lost, you know, lost their homes or may have lost their pets or they haven't found their pets, whatever the case may be, it's because they had to evacuate and couldn't go home. Yeah. And that's the scary part to me uh, is yeah. I don't, you know, I, I say that I would do anything. I obviously wouldn't get in my car if I was sitting in my house. Right. I wouldn't get in my car without all of my right. animals. Like they'd have to they'd have to get over it if they were stuffed into a car. Right. But a lot of these people were told not to go home and just to leave. I can't I, can't, I honestly can't imagine. That's like I I can't either like the torture that these people are going yeah. through just from that, yeah. from being told you can't even go try to save anyone in your home yeah. and can't save your pictures or anything yeah. like that too. So yeah, that's yeah, like the definition of devastating. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not good at all. Yeah. So there are people helping um, an interesting group. I saw actually a thing. Well, interesting group um there are actually prisoners yeah. inmates who are volunteering to help authorities combat the fires yeah. actually i think i might have seen that too i thought that was interesting and i mean i could go off on a tangent of the uh i guess the prison yeah, system prison. but um for $2 a day and another dollar an hour when battling fires, inmates can volunteer to help authorities combat fires. Um, and it's reduced, you know, it helps to reduce prison sentences and things like that. And this is a little bit of levity here. Inmates who have been convicted of crimes like sexual offenses, mm -hmm. obviously, and arson are not eligible to volunteer. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yep, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, but it's kind of really sad because there was this one particular um gentleman they mentioned who was an inmate firefighter in california um and he now is out of the system so but he said that he would really rather fight like fighting fires was scary but he was more scared by some of the stuff that went on in prison oh god and so i was like jesus christ this is going to send me on a tangent of the prison system yeah, no, honestly. yeah. but like yeah so anyways there's a lot of different groups of people for many different reasons helping out there so did you see all the I don't know how like really how you got in how far you got into it but there was so many of the same articles pat, like going around with the same photos did you see all the photos of like the camels tied to um uh like lifeguard chairs on Malibu beach and like the all the different animal photographs that have surfaced no oh my god it's like, <clears throat> I'll find them. <laughs> it's like, I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I need to know more. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know if they're tied there because like, I think they're like, people are trying to rescue them and this is what it, this is the situation. But it's like crazy. Um, and then there was the whole thing too, where there was, um, my friend Emily posted it. There was a there was a zoo out there that was like really not doing a great job with evacuating their animals. So there was like a petition going around to have the animals relocated or whatever. Hmm. Because like think about that, like all the zoos out there, right? That's no easy feat. No. Because like, where are you going to put a giraffe? You know. 
I would imagine that there's some kind of like um, protocol in place, maybe. But maybe I just like can't imagine all the things you have to think about. Like I was talking to, um, I was talking to Jordan and Emily both about it, about like having to wear masks and like the air quality is so bad. Like people aren't going to work and like they're advised to like not leave their houses all the way up in San Francisco. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I just like can you imagine that? Oh my god, how quickly your life can change. That's just so crazy. No, it's really, oh God, now I'm looking at the pictures. So fucking sad. And yet, okay, so this is sad, but like some of these, you know, it's sad, but not disturbing. And here's, here's my clarification on this, because in a um, social media, certain social media outlet, <laughs> I saw someone post and was like, but on a certain social media outlet, I saw someone posted that was like, look at all these animals affected by the fires. And I definitely had that reaction of why the fuck are you posting this? Yeah. Like this is a space, you know, this is social media in general. Social media, you can post whatever you want. It's the internet. Mm -hmm. Let's get real. But like, what purpose does that serve? Was it like I graphic just, photos? Yes. Oh. It was like, like animals that had barely any fur oh because they were so burned no. and so singed and like their eyes were all like just like really graphic disturbing like these photos that you just sent are sad but like but, you know, sad but they're still like oh they're gonna be rescued or oh look what was done to help rescue yeah. them not just pictures of burned rabbits and dogs and cats but also, so my follow-up question would be, why is somebody taking those pictures? Why, why is that? You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it, you, I understand why people take certain photos in like a factory farm setting or an abuse, you know, whatever type situation, because you're trying to uncover a truth, right? You're trying to show people something, but this right. is not that. So why are those photos being taken? Like, why does that need to be documented? Versus the photos I, I sent you, which are more like documenting um, survival in a lot of ways, you know? Well, exactly. Exactly. Like yours is sad, but almost hopeful yeah. of like, like, look, someone's going to come back for them or, you know, this <laughs> or that. Not just like <laughs> in the meantime of you taking a picture of that burned rabbit, did you pick the rabbit up? I know. And like try to save them or, or like just i don't know i don't even know like why i don't know the whole thing like that just really set me off i was i i just i didn't understand it and i never would have known it existed if i didn't come across it mm -hmm. because someone else had to share it i don't know it's a bummer yeah it's very unfortunate it's all a bummer all so, of it yeah <laughs> and you got let's see light notes i don't where's I the think, upper um, well <laughs> the upper is upper? that um i think in general or about this topic i mean in general um well <laughs> i don't think i do <laughs> um i mean no <laughs> no i mean i guess um uh, i have an i have an upper okay tell me your upper uh so it's this is just a fun little antidote a little story for you <clears throat> So uh, last week, three days, we left 
my dog home alone. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. For six hours for two days and then a full like eight hours um, for the last day on Thursday, I think it was. Um, And today we left him home alone again. Um, And for those of you who don't know the full background, super um, separation anxiety, a lot of issues because he was adopted previously and the other people were kind of dicks to him. And so he, you know, animals know. So um, dealing with a lot of issues and overcoming them. So it was leaving him home alone again, full day number two. Um, we have a baby gate that we put up to block him um, just to staying in the mud room because he already actually caused damage in there. So if it was going to happen again, it was in one room, a big mud room, not like a four by four little room, big old section of the house. He uh, got through the baby gate today okay. and uh, unbeknownst to us because we did have Skype up, but it wasn't working today, so we couldn't check on him. And so we came home. And the gate was down. And so here's the dog all happy. And we're like, oh, fuck. What are we going to find in the rest of the house? Like, did he chew something? Did he rip something up? Did he have an accident? Um, The answer is no. He did not. So that's really, really good. Um, None of these bad things happened. Except for I'm going to send you this photo of something we did find that he did. Anticipation. Yep. It's coming over. So... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so so your your boy's got a foot fetish. Yes. A freaky. He took um what did we say like 14 shoes? 14 shoes out of the mudroom closet, dragged them through the kitchen <laughs> into the living room and put them on or around his bed and I will post this to social media because it's funny. Um he doesn't chew them. He just plays He doesn't them. play yeah. with them. He just drags them out of the closet and puts them on or around his bed so that he can lay with them. <laughs> Your boy's a little freaky. Yeah. We, I mean, <laughs> and this probably took him an hour because some of those boots, like my winter boots, are heavy. Yeah. And he's, again, he's gentle with them. So when we came home, Andy fell down laughing because we came in and there's just like this sacrificial circle of boots and shoes around the dog bed and they're placed certain ways and then he dog comes in and he starts playing with his toy that's in the middle so he has no interest at all with the shoes other than by your smells yes yes and it's so strange and well two things if you're going to want my smell there's no better way to get it than my shoes because (laughs) i have smelly feet (laughs) so great good for you fiero it's good um But also, I feel like we're going to be hamsters running on a wheel here because I feel like every morning or every Mm -hmm. night, we're going to put the shoes in the closet. Then every day we're going to come back and the shoes are going to be back out. (laughs) What if you just leave like a couple pairs in that closet for him and put the rest of your shoes somewhere else? That's what I think I'm going to have to do because I'm not picking up 14 pairs of shoes when I get home every day. Well, like if this keeps him happy, then like this is a better solution than... Right. You know, whatever else. Right. And it's not like he ruins the shoes. So like, feel free. That's awesome. So yeah. So good news is the puppy can stay by himself. And the interesting news is that he's performing some sort of ritual with my (laughs) shoes. Animals are the best. Oh my God. 
I, um, yeah. I'll send I'll send you something shortly before we started recording. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story of Freya in the Trader Joe's bags. I'm sending it to you right now. She's I went to the second picture that I just sent you. I went to pick up the Trader Joe's bag and discovered that I couldn't because she was in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. She's so nice. Yep, she's just the other cats kept like walking by her and she would like because she was in it in it like if you walked by it you didn't see her so the other cats would walk by the bag and she would like swat at them so just like this random paw would come out from the bag (laughs) yep (laughs) she loves bags you gotta love them angels these creatures how you don't think See, this is one of those, both of these are examples of how you don't think that animals have personalities or like understand things is beyond me because like my freak of a dog did a lot of work to get those shoes. And like that cat knew that she was hiding in a bag. Like, yeah, she knew that they couldn't see her. So she was like ghost pawing them. Insanity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God animals yeah. see I those know. were those were good high points i think that was yeah. great yeah and we can post those pictures to uh social media so that heck yeah little angels yeah people can see our complete shenanigans mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so uh mm-hmm. anything else where do we do you have any food Ugh. um actually you know what i do but it's i don't but i do so i went <laughs> to i went to the cheesecake factory last night Okay. I have a bone to pick with the Cheesecake Factory for two Uh reasons. Number one. So why, oh, why? And I mean, I kind of know why, but like still I have, I just need to air more grievances. Why, oh, why does the Cheesecake Factory and other places have something like the Impossible Burger and literally have not a single bun that you can put the Impossible Burger on? Mm. Mm. Why? Why are all yep. your buns brioche buns? And no, I don't want it in a lettuce wrap. I don't want that. <laughs> if I want well, that. I mean, so here's the fucking thing. You would never tell an omnivore no, that their wouldn't. only option for their hamburger would be a lettuce wrap. That's right. You would never do that. So why are you doing it to a vegan? Yeah, that's exactly right. So that I would suck. Say, so what did you end up eating? Do they have so the Impossible Burger? They do have the Impossible Burger. And um, and I was like, kind of like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I kind of want that. So yes, let's go to the, the Cheesecake Factory. And then I asked the girl because I saw it was listed as being on a brioche bun. And I was like, well, what, what else do you have? Like, what are my other options? And she was like, I'm pretty sure all of our buns have dairy in them. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, then what the heck? Like, why um why and also just for the record i don't know if people know this or not i didn't and i'm looking right now um and because i like all the lists of vegan options the cheesecake factory always Mm -hmm. list that evelyn's pasta as one of the options and that's what i got and i asked the girl i was like is there anything about this that's not vegan and she was like nope you're good and then she came back five minutes later and she explained that the um there's like a basil pesto or a garlic oil or there's some kind of oil and that oil has Parmesan cheese in it. 
So she was like, do you, she was like, do you want me to take the oil off? And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. So they just put like normal olive oil on it and it was fine. But, um, I'm looking at the pita list right now and it says, um, Evelyn's favorite pasta, ask for no Parmesan, but like the Parmesan is in the sauce, just so y'all know. <laughs> it's Interesting. In, yeah. It's in the dressing. So everybody knows. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, you, mean you didn't just get an impossible burger on a plate with no. nothing on it. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I also went to the lighthouse Friday night um, and I got the beyond burger and it was like, okay. I mean, beyond burgers are so good, but sometimes places don't make them the best. And it was literally just had like lettuce and tomato on it. And I was like kind of bored, but their French fries over there are so good. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. What did I eat lately? Now I want a burger. All right. Mm. I feel like I haven't had a Beyond Burger in forever. Um, oh, we had um, we went to Plum Blossom mm. yesterday. In Troy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've never been there. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's really good and yeah. honestly pretty cheap. Yeah, when like, I lived in when I lived in East Greenbush, we used to go there a lot. It was, we went for lunch and we each, we split an appetizer and then we each got an entree and it was $23. I was shocked because it's so nice and fancy looking on the inside. Um, And I like rolled in in my like welly boots and (laughs) and I was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) not dressed appropriately, but whatever, I'm hungry. Um, But they had really good... um, you know, I asked, I asked them if any of the soups were, cause they only said the, I knew obviously egg drop soup isn't vegan, but I was it's like, hot and so- I don't know any of the other soups. So I asked yeah. and they're like, no, but the miso is. So I was like, great. Uh, so I will take that option. Um, and then I had the tofu and vegetable spicy stew thing and it was mm-hmm. so good. So, and Andy had the, uh, ginger scallion tofu. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. So both of those things were top notch. Um, I don't know if I've said it yet. Have I sung the praises of the brand No Evil Foods? Have I talked about this? No. You can get it at the co-op now, No Evil Foods. Have you seen it? Mm Mm-hmm. So it is so good. I, we get the, um, there's like a, uh, like the no cluck chicken or whatever it is. I forget mm-hmm. what it's actually called. It's something like that. And it's like kind of like a pulled consistency. Um, mm. but I just cook it with like a bunch of different spices and then tossed it in, in, uh, different pastas these past couple of times. And it is, it's really, really good. <laughs> it's like really? so good. Yeah. We, I bought the chorizo too. I haven't tried that one yet, but the, the no cluck or cluck general cluck. Mr. Cluck, I don't know what it is, but the chicken <laughs> is really, really good. Highly recommend. What the cluck, cat? Right. Why can't you think of the name? I don't know. I'm sorry. But it's good. I was so upset. <laughs> um, would it work for like chicken soup? I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, I cannot stress it enough. Mike loves it. He says it's like of the substitutes that I've made, he says it's the best one. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, he loves it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll have, we'll have to give that a try then. Yeah. The first time I made it, I didn't love it. Um, he like devoured all of it and loved it so much. I was like, all right, well, I'll make it again. And I did like the spices a little bit differently this time and like cooked it a little longer because I like things to be almost like burnt and crunchy. And I liked it a lot better the second time. It's very good. 
weird mm-hmm. and crunchy. Yeah, I like things. Um, also, a thing I'm hoping we can get our grubby little paws on is stopping by Orchard Grocer. Yeah. On Sunday, because I mean, how do you go to the city and not? I know we can. We can. I'm sure make but that a priority. We Especially need to go, I, and I yeah. need Vile Life shreds. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty confident that I'm going to drive, so it, we won't be on like a time constraint or anything. So we can make that happen. Perfect. And yeah. then we throw adult tantrums if there's no shreds. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds perfect. I'm about it. Great. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, All right. Another thing, too, we should shout out, at least in general, because I know I'm going to take advantage of several things, is um, so this comes out on Black Friday. Um, cool. Do your shopping, but go do shopping on Saturday um, for local businesses. Because mm-hmm. we all love, I know Superior Merchandise is doing a free pastry Ooh. as long as supplies last. Very so nice. you can go get coffee and pastry if you're uh, in the area. So I'll be getting my spelt cake, but um, you know how I feel about I it. I know all about it. But like, just in general, I like to give a shout out to all the small businesses, wherever you are. I mean, everyone does shop local mm-hmm. small business Saturday. So do that. Mm-hmm. Participate. And yeah, support yeah. your local small businesses. Have Yay. you, um, when it was in Troy, I used to go all the time, but when, um, have you ever been to Bluebird Decor? No. It used to be in Troy right outside of when the farmer's market was inside that building um mm-hmm. you came outside to like where the kind of like where the where you would go to pay a parking ticket if you had to do that in Troy right across the street are you saying you've had to do yes, that I had to do that um right across the street there is where bluebird home decor used to be but they moved to Schenectady that oh my god you know the um the paintings of the cows and the pigs that I had on my wall above my fireplace Mm-hmm. I have those there. Like her stuff is, and the, um, I don't know if you ever saw it. I have like one of those, it used to be an oil lamp, lamps with like just the light bulb in it or whatever. That's like a trendy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably very millennial of me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> she has those too. She makes those. Her store is so cute. So if you're small or if you're small business Saturday shopping, go to Schenectady and go to Bluebird Home Decor. Her stuff is so cute. And she's the sweetest. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then you know who you're buying stuff mm-hmm, from, mm-hmm. which is always important. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's all she wrote. Yeah, it is. Or all she spoke in our case. All she spoke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, signing off then. But first, don't forget PSA mm-hmm. rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Um, oh, and shout out to Sean Murphy for sending oh us the God. D. Thank you, Sean, for the D. Greatly appreciate it. So the thing is. I actually laughed out loud when I got that email. I read it. I read the title, Here's the D, or whatever he said. And I clicked on it. And I was like, should I have done that? Because I didn't look at who it was from. And I was like, yeah. uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah. And then I got the D. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that I keep forgetting that his email comes up under, like, not his actual name. It's, like, his stage name. (laughs) 
his porn name probably. But (laughs) 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 so when that came up on my phone, it didn't come up with like his little Gmail photo or anything. It just came up as his name with the email. And I like actually laughed out loud (laughs) because I was like, oh my God, who's this funny person sending us this email? And then I realized it was Sean and I laughed even more. So thank you so much, Sean. For the D. I'm gonna I'm gonna, for the I'm D. gonna get some immediately. Yep. We uh we appreciate yeah. that. It was a good LOL. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Uh so see, some people send us emails and we love yes. it. So you should do that. Review us, listen to us, and you're welcome mm-hmm. for being mm-hmm. us. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Great. I'm here for it. All right. Um, this is where I will click. Okay. I'm going to click with you in my mind. <laughs> Was it real? Was it fake? Nobody knows because I'm still sick. <laughs>